Alrighty, guys, we've got the Creecast preview for our match against St Kilda coming up this Saturday night, tomorrow night, um, up in Cairns, up at Kazali's, up there, Kazali Stadium, um, up there in tropical, uh, humid Cairns. Uh, we'll, go, we'll talk about the weather briefly in this preview, as well as just a quick little preview. Uh, I'll try not to keep you too long here as I talk about my thoughts and what might happen. Up at Kazali's against the Saints, who are off to a fly, uh, as much as we're off to a slow start, they're off to a flying start. Um, which is, um, you know, for a team that's been up and down the past few years and, like, on, on the verge, um, they've started the way they probably hoped to a couple of years ago, possibly, um, when they've been in this, I don't know if it's been a rebuild or just a, a re, you know, reconstruction of their side and a lot of a few high-profile recruits and all that. But, yeah, a, a stern test awaits us, both in the Saints as well as a um, um, ticking off another stadium. Port have never played at Kazali's before. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a completely new ground for us. So... But without further ado, we might as well get into um, a little bit of a pump-up song and get into the preview. Going to uh, Wolfmother again for the second week in a row. Worked right last week with an 84-point win. Finally, to get us on the board for the wins this season. Um, so I went Wolfmother again this week. That is Dimension. Um, and, yeah, it's certainly uh, for Port Adelaide uh, going from... Um, it's a rainy day here in the Barossa Valley at the moment. Um, I'm sure it's, it's similar in Adelaide. It's just a uh, winter. We've had probably our first blast of proper winter weather this week. Mixed in with some heat, though, as well. It's been really weird. Here in SA, anyway, it's it's normal this time of year, but um, we're getting into that kind of rainy. It's getting colder. Uh, days are certainly shorter. Um, I'm sitting here in a nice little um, half um, half zip um, uh, jumper at the moment, just keeping cool in, the, uh, keeping warm in the house. Uh, and um, when I saw the Northman last night, which was fantastic, by the way, if you liked Robert Eggers' stuff, like The Witch, and and certainly The Lighthouse was out there, but um. Love his work in the north and it was good, but that was that had chilly vibes being in Iceland and all that stuff, and it's cold here. But then um, it's it's another dimension up in Cairns uh, this weekend. Uh, it's raining up there. It's warm. Uh, it's not raining heavy. It's not like uh, the torrential tropical rain kind of thing, as far as I'm aware. I'm just looking at weather forecasts at the moment. Um, but it is uh, it is scattered showers, I think, from the for the next couple of days, and uh, bring that with that um, alongside um, temperatures. Um, where, where are you looking at temperature? So our kickoff time. So temperature tomorrow, the high in Cairns tomorrow is going to be uh, approximately, it looks like 29. Um, at kickoff at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. Uh, so uh, it's, it's 7.30 p.m. their time, I guess. It's 7 p.m. our time. But whatever, we'll roughly work on 7 p.m. This is what I can get, bring up now. Um, chance of rain, 44%. There's going to be one uh, 60% chance of 1 to 5 millimeters of rain. Um, sorry to the um, American listeners. Um we're going metric like most of the world. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> um, oh, five mil, what's that? A fifth of an inch? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, chance of rain forty four percent at seven PM. Temperature twenty almost twenty five degrees at seven PM. Humidity eighty three percent. That's gonna be the big one as well. Just like we experienced in Brisbane at the start of the year. Humidity was a factor in um in, I think the the legginess of the team. Um, there's some reports that it really carried over to the next week against Hawthorne, though I still don't believe that's an excuse for that aberration. But um certainly these things do affect it's it's human physiology and all those things. Humidity is a factor. So um and certainly St Kilda are gonna be combating the same thing, unlike playing Brisbane. Um, up in uh, in Brizzy, the, you know, home field advantage, all that. It's two teams that don't usually play in Cairns in far north Queensland um, um, dealing with these conditions. So that adds an interest, interesting aspect to get into kind of previewing the game. It's just the, the weather is certainly going to be quite different than what um, AFL players are traditionally used to. Um, yeah, for anyone, you know, it's... It's far and it's it's night and day. It's a different country, really, to South Australia, um, up in up in Queensland, compared to um, where we are down here and where Port Adelaide are based. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's nuts. I had a, I have a friend um, that used to live up there. Um, he's a Port Adelaide fan as well. Been to a few games with him. Um, he lived up there for a while um, years ago, and he just said sometimes you just get out of the shower and dry off, and you'd be wet again because you just just be sweating, just sweating. It's humid. It's um, yeah, obviously different times of year and all that, but you know, just it, traditionally, it's a it's a place that you have to get used to. Um, just humidity being a, a normal thing, which I'm as a um as a freckled um, Irish descent kind of kind of bloke in South Australia, any any it's just sun um, does my head in at times. Um, with you know the, the ever present um spectre of sunburn. Um, if I just leave an inch of skin open, um, with that sunscreen, um, reapply it every half hour or sometimes. Um, so it's just, uh, this kind of weather is just, I could not handle it. So it'll be, um, you know, the team, obviously they're a lot fitter than me. I'm about to open a beer at, uh, 2 PM on a Friday. So, you know, that's my life. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on how the weather, how, how, the, how they're looking, how the rotations go. And certainly, um, really a lot of the game might be dictated by just uh, hoping to keep, you know, you keep your medi sub available right through to the, you know, deep into the third quarter or into the fourth quarter, have that flexibility um, and then have the rotate and not have too many, you know, that game against Brisbane where we had guys going off for like 10 minutes at a time and just fucking up the rotations and all that kind of stuff really like heavily impacted even more so already the impacts of, of that, those kind of conditions. So we just got to, you know, that's something that we can't control as a team, unfortunately. Um, hopefully just going into the fit team is one thing. Um, you know, not not carrying, although, you know, teams just carry needles here and there. But, um, yeah, just overall, we'll just hopefully um, we get some luck on our side as far as injuries go on any, any, you know, any of those niggling little knocks and we can keep the rotation plan in place and hopefully um, the medi sub isn't... Or like, oh, you always hope that it's not a requirement, but almost these days it's just, it's a management tactic as well by my, a lot of teams um, with the medi sub. And so, you know, hopefully we just don't have to use it until we want, you know, we either want to use it as a as a management thing later in the game or, or we do, do just need to get someone off and get some fresh legs on just because of a niggle or something like that. So that will be a factor in there. So, you know, the weather, that's the first major thing. But, um, yeah, otherwise, uh, we uh, before I get into the team, team news of both sides... Um, just my thoughts. Um, you know, it's been a really encouraging. Um, the first, obviously, the first half against Carlton the other week was one of the most embarrassing things we've all watched. But then the re- the rebound after half time, um, almost making a miraculous comeback at the MCG against a, team, a Carlton team that is, um, although they lost last week, they're you know they've started the season better than they usually do, and they do have they are star-studded lineup. Um, they've had some heavy recruiting. Um, you know, obviously. Uh, the Coleman medalist, um, guys like Chera coming in there, and then obviously the Sam Walsh developing. Patrick Cripps had a great start to the year, though he didn't play against us, so uh, that's neither here nor there. But, you know, it's, it's a team that um, 
had a lot riding on um, getting a big result against us, and we almost uh, actually the embarrassing probably, probably um, aren't, uh, provided a few more questions. Um, though the resilience to beat us and uh, hold on at the end is one thing, but um, still you know, there were questions about how they let the game get back to such a position after being so dominantly up at half uh, half time. Um, so that was a plus for us, though that second half, and then um, you know apart from the you know the first quarter was a little um, timid last week as both sides felt each other out, but you could kind of tell um, against West Coast at Port were um, just biding their time. You know, there wasn't it, it seemed like we were the better team even in that first quarter when things were a little bit up back and forth. Just the game plan was very simple for a West Coast whereas Port were just feeling their way into it. And once we exploded, we exploded um, with um, a, t- a tenacity and ferociousness and got the result uh, and a really good result. Now you can go back and listen to my review of that one from um, a day and a half ago. I think <laughs> I ended up getting to it after all the wedding shenanigans over the weekend. Um, so, you know, massive massive um, positives and, and good vibes from the last six quarters that were played more or less. You know, the first quarter aside against West Coast, but still... We weren't getting smashed, so it's 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 you know that's a net neutral, I guess, and um, the rest of it's been pretty good. So you know the last six quarters, just to, if you just want to take them as a whole, um, really good, um, and a lot of good signs uh, from our side. So um, I'm confident. Um, I'm not like I think St Kilda are uh, chugging along pretty well this year. Um, just let me just have a look. Um, I'm just googling real quick here. I should. I always think. I, I, this is the thing with doing the preview. Preview things. Sometimes you just think of something as you're chatting through things, so you don't always have it prepared. I always have you know team lineups and all that stuff going. But um, yeah, look, they're five and one this year. Um, percentage uh, percentage away from second, basically, and um, and it's it's incredible stuff for a team that has been had a lot of questions asked of them with their recruiting and everything over the past few years and probably underperforming. Um, but you know they're, they're playing some really good footy. Um, and had some decent wins to start the year. Um, they, uh, where are we looking? Um, you know, they got the win at, you know, Fremantle um, have also, are also sitting at 5-1, and one, and St. Kilda have provided them their one loss of the year. Um, and that, so that's a, that's a big tick for them there. Um, oh, God, where is my, my computer just flipped out so hard? Just, 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 just was like, I'm going to scroll you to the scores from 2020 while you're looking here. You fucking piece of shit. Anyway, um, you know, they started off with a loss against Collingwood at the start of the year, um, which was, you know, Collingwood are a decent team this year. We're still unsure where they're at, but they're certainly not as bad as they were last year. Um, but then they go and beat um, Fremantle um, over in Frio in, in week two, uh, get a win against Richmond. Again, we're not sure where they are. Um, smashed Hawthorne. Um, smashed the goal. Actually, they didn't win by too much. Gold Coast again. Decent. So, look, they're not... Um, they're not in a red hot form like the top four, like because, like I said, their percentage out of second, but sitting in fifth, which you know, kind of, you, you, percentage is a good um, indicator of where a team is kind of actually how they're winning games, and you know they've probably had their, but they've been going okay. They're getting getting results, which is the main thing. We would have liked that, wouldn't we? So you can only it's a it's a results based business, and I think they've been doing really well to get the results. Um, some tough away trips and um, get some big results against some of the teams based in Melbourne as well. Um, so, you know, to go five five wins in a row after a um, season-opening loss um, is a pretty good effort. Um, you know, Max King playing, I almost said Ben King. Um, between the Mackay brothers and the King brothers, and there's a lot of brothers actually in this league. It's, it's you know, you've got to check yourself before you wreck yourself um, with your words. 
Um, but, you know, Max King's um, kind of, he, he's had a lot of questions asked about him as well um, as a forward, um, a kicking, goal kicking, all that stuff. It was a lot of the stuff last year and it was really kind of unfair, you know, as well as some of that trial, like that media stuff that gets a bit over the top, a pile on. Once one guy starts, another guy starts and all that stuff, you know, goes forward. Um, but, you know, he's had a good start of the year and um, there's just um, and uh, just a nicely balanced team. They have got some injury issues. Um and a, and a tragic one with Jack Hayes, who was such a good story starting the year, but he's out for the year with an ACL. Um, so you know, mature age recruit, all that stuff. It was, it was a sad story, you know. It's um, it's unfortunate in the footy that you just you know, forever a fairy tale story that sometimes happens or something like that. Which, but hopefully, comes back from it. But um, it's a, I guess it's a, you know, <laughs> an injury. Unfortunately, you have to look at it and go, well, that's um, one one less guy that we have to worry about in that sense. But um. And I think Marshall's out as well. But yeah, I'll uh, we'll take a quick break and actually look at their look at their team and their ins and outs and, and see and see what they look see how they're shaping up for our clash. Oh yeah, what is it what is really the point of being an adult if you can't have half a litre of stout at um, quarter past two on a Friday? Um anyway, all right. Um so the the team the St Kilda first before we get into our support boys. Um, team is looking so they've got um, Jack Hayes is out um, which is um, as I said before a bit of a sad story there but um, hopefully it bounces back from that one but um, another big one for uh, um, kind of looking at the game from our standpoint which we will in a moment um, Rowan Marshall is out as well so they're, they're kind of you know when they've got Marshall um, and Paddy Ryder uh, operating both at their absolute best you know Ryder being you know like he was used with us at times um I do miss Paddy Ryder is one of my favorite port players the last 10 years absolutely love that bloke um and still do um and you know it'll be a respectful um Bronx cheer if he uh, you know (laughs) from me if he um on the weekend uh at at the TV I'm up there but um you know I love Paddy Ryder but um he is the enemy this week um but um you know when Ryan Marshall and Paddy Ryder are operating at the best in the ruck they really provide a dangerous tandem so um, that's a that's a boost for us that Ron Marshall um, is out. Um, they've got uh, Tom Campbell in, um, which I think he's making his uh, he's making his debut for St Kilda. Um, he's a thirty year old. Um, spent eleven years in the AFL system. I'm just reading straight from the St Kilda um, um, website, but um, eleven years in the AFL system between the Doggies and North Melbourne. I believe he's you know kind of five or six games. Um, every year kind of kind of career. Actually, yeah, he's got 55 games. Saturday night will be Campbell's 55, 55th game at the AFL level. So, yeah, that, that averages out to five games um, every year for 11 years. Um, so, and his first one for St. Kilda. So, congrats to the lad for kind of sticking with it. You know, sometimes you got to have your journeyman, um, kind of like your, your guys that bounce between the minors um, in in the uh, in the um, Major League Baseball or whatever. You know, you just got to have your journeyman guys that keep bouncing around and provide provide something. So, he's coming in. Um, uh, he will be, um, yeah, he'll be, um, basically partnering up with Tom Campbell to, uh, Tom Campbell will be partnering up with Tom Gamble. Nice one, David. Uh, partnering up with Paddy Ryder to, uh, to provide the ruck battery for the Saints this week with Rowan Marshall out. Um, so, um, that's, you know, it's a boost for us. I'll get to Hayes, um, and, and the Port team in a minute, but, um, yeah, Rowan Marshall and Paddy Ryder. Uh, were worried about. I guess uh, Marshall was battling through um, a bit of an injury last week as well. I didn't. I wasn't aware that I was going into this week until I read this press. I was just thinking, oh, you know, we're going to be battling Marshall and Ryder. We did a really good test for Hayes, but no, no Marshall. So still a good test. Um, Paddy Ryder certainly as experienced as any of even if and he's not going to take the um, kind of the workload that the likes of like Hayes will. But um, yeah, 
Um, Jared Lena is in the as an is an emergency alongside Tom Highmore, Ryan Birds, and Mitch Owen. So um, it'll be interesting. I, I, he was the medical sub. Um, he was the medical sub last week. Um, and so he, uh, I would be interested to see if he's named as a medical sub again. Um, It'll be I I I, I kind of want to I'd love to see I'd love to see Jared lean it out though I don't want him to do good stuff that we know that he can do because it was just, he was one of those ones I really didn't want to lose so um but he I, I if I was them I'd name him as the medical sub so um who knows anyway otherwise it is another another old boy Dougal Howard that we'll be coming up against in the back lines a good battle um for our boys um up forward especially um you know the likes of uh, um Todd Marshall who's Hope gonna, you know, one that we really want to see back up a big game last week with another big game. Um, you know, likely likes of Dougal Howard will see a fair bit of time there. Um, yeah, and then you know through the middle, they've, they've been they've got a pretty good. Uh, obviously, Jack Steele um, is just an absolute star. Um, he's probably the he's the real one to watch um, as a as an explosive opposition player. You know, he's he's you know up there in the Brownlow voting last year. He's a real um, flashy and noticeable player. Um, and then they've got a lot of those guys that, um, after a few years of recruiting and and uh, kind of trying to build the side without actually seeing the results and the guy, the kind of performances that they would hope for, you know, the likes of Bradley Hill and stuff, they get st- they're getting that a bit this year. Jack Higgins is having a great year after a couple of years um, over from he's, he was Richmond, wasn't he? I'm thinking the right guy. Correct me in the tweets if you if you want to. I think he, I think he was at Richmond and Dan Butler, who was Richmond as well. Maybe they've got two from Richmond, or I'm fucking up where Jack Higgins came from. Anyway, um, a good they've got a good solid and that forward line was really. Down. I mean, I remember being at that game in 2020 when they knocked us off at Adelaide Oval, somewhat surprisingly, um, but not surprising when you think about it because they just had this really good, um, quite accurate that night too. But um, just a good, lot of good dangerous little goal sneaks around there, um, complementing the likes of you know your Max Kings and Tim Membries up forward who, um, you know, provide that those um, tall marking targets. And Max King, again, just an absolute um, talent, um, such a rangy body um, and his ability to take marks and kick goals is, um, and he's doing that more this year as well. So, um, yeah, a really um, quite a, just a quietly um, talented side there. Um, I think we can get the better of them, um, as particularly um, if I fall, well, we'll get to it. We'll get, to, let's just get to talking about us because I'm just going to half do it anyway. So, um, a quick break again, and then we'll um, chat through um, how we're looking before um, I wrap wrap this one up and keep it short, under half an hour. How, how about that? I don't do that too often these days, um, but I, I will keep it under half an hour. All righty, so the port team, um, as my cat decides to come and join me on my lap while I try to do this, so um, just don't bite the cord, please, if you could. Cheers, Weaver. All righty, so Port Boys, um, for the first time this year, I believe, is going in unchanged uh, for our game against the Saints, which I guess is what you do if you can come out. If you come out of an 84-point win um, with no injuries, uh, you're probably going to go in unchanged. And I, I, it would have been interesting to see if the weather forecast was, um, you know, something more, uh, you know, tempestuous, I guess, in, in in the sense of rain and stuff. If we would have maybe gone, you know, taken on a tool out and gone a bit smaller or something like that. Um, I'm not exactly sure, but um, yeah, it, it's um, with the weather not seeming like it's torrential or anything like that, we're kind of unchanged. So, um, you know, a big chance for these guys to try to, um, now that they've got the winning feeling in 2022, to back that up and um, have a have a good one. Um, I Big big test for the likes of Aaliyah and Cleary and Jonas um, on those tools back there and Max King and Tim Membry and the likes. And then and your smalls like, um, smaller ones like Wright, Burton and Co. dealing with the threat of Higgins. 
and all that. It's a really intriguing test in the back line there, I think, um, for us. And um, certainly we've shown um, in that second half against Carlton, against some um, decent tools there as well, um, and Kerno and Mackay, um, and then last week as well against, again, a, a couple of veteran tools. We can lock lock down and play some pretty good team defense there as well, as well as just cutting off the um, supply coming in. Um, so that's really the job of the likes of Drew and Co. in the middle, Wines, um, everyone in there, uh, to kind of get on top of the midfield battle um, as as we did last week and and get first use of the ball and uh, and kind of cut the and, and cut down the supply into their forward line and then have the defense there for um, those moments it does get in there. Um, like I was alluding to before with um, Rowan Marshall out at, um, again. Um, but this is still provides a more sterner test for Sam Hayes now playing his third game or second game if you if you like me on um, the review part of the West Coast game completely forgetting that he made his debut of the week before for about five seconds so anyway it is his third game this week um, Sam Hayes massive performance last week with 47 hitouts against West Coast um, but they were playing a pretty inexperienced um, first timer in that game as well and this time we're going to see Sam Hayes up against one of the Oldest heads in the co- in the competition in um, Paddy Ryder, someone who's so experienced and all Australian ruckman in the past. Um, so it really provides a good test of um, you know maybe while you know Ryder's physicality won't be what it was, um, or his and his tank and stamina and all that. It just uh, his ruck his nous as an AFL player as a veteran. You know you never lose that. So it'll be a good test for Hayes to how he battles that and um, and hopefully give us some pretty good first use of the ball again like he did last week with some really good ta- tap work and um, and just out out gun him at, you know just. You know, being a young, you're a young fellow hazy. Um, you know, just um, back your tank in and 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 win the battle. It might be a bit of a grind, but um, win the battle. Um, and yeah, the the biggest thing I'm looking forward to this week uh, is seeing. Uh, you know, I said it after the showdown, I think. Um, and I really just want to see some consistency in the forward line. You know, we we see these performances that go, oh, this is what it could be, and then it, go, it kind of backs off again. You know, we want to see Marshall. Um, even if it's just a couple, two or three, um, alongside um, Finlayson and Georgiades, all pop up. If they can, you know, between the three of them, you know, kick eight or nine goals, um, then you're well on your way to um, getting the scoreline you need. Because, you know, last week we got 10 goals between um, Finlayson and and Marshall. And then I think Georgiades might have had a couple. I'm, I'm not I'm 100% remembering, so apologies there. But, um, you know, that might have been 11, 12 goals between the three of them. But, you know, if they can get eight to nine goals at least. Um, kind of as a baseline uh, between the three of them. And that's a really good start and a long way to where we're going to end up because then, you know, you like to Robbie Gray is always going to pop up with one. Um, your Butters and your Rosies, although hopefully we see Rosie through the middle predominantly again. Um, had a, had a, saw some stats pop up um, earlier this, um, actually today, I think. Something to do with um, Rosie's disposals. Basically, his last two weeks, um, he's at 24 and 31. So you're looking at 55 disposals. And I think in his first four weeks, uh, he might have totaled 47. So, I mean, he's basically, uh, you know, had more disposal in the last two weeks um, than he had in the entirety of the first four rounds of the season, which kind of just shows when he, he's getting his hand on it, he just needs to get around the ball and he can and he can rack up some really good numbers. I think it was 31 last week and 24 the week before, and before that, his best output would have been 16. It was like 16, 14, 13, and 4 in, a te- in, that, in that first game of the year. So, you know... Rosie um, clearly um, thrives when he's getting, you know, when he's the balls moving through him. So, yeah, we'll um, have to, uh, you know, see what we can do there and um, and hopefully get him through the middle a bit more. And um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see the last, like I said, to wrap it up. The last six quarters of football we've seen this team play has really um, turned around kind of what we think this team can be this year. Um, and obviously we've, we've set ourselves up so so far behind the eight ball 
um, that we need to um, get get a move on pretty quickly now for us to um, you know to you know because we're just going to be battling the entire year to be a part of the finals mix up now because because we're so far back um, to start off with. But what we've seen is this is a team that when they're playing their best footy can can um, either match it with the, some pretty good teams or completely dominate them like we did completely dominating Carlton in the second half as well as just dominating uh, West Coast from go go to woe last week. So um, yeah. To me, this is um, a big opportunity for us um, to get the job done and um, and and get you know kind of we want to be if we're if we're one and six, it's going to be again going to going to feel like such a long road. Where if you get to two and five, um, and then coming back for a big Friday night clash against the doggies next week, it really starts setting up the season. And start you can start seeing the kind of the the wounds healing and the recovery beginning a little bit to see where we can end up by, by the end of this year. So. Um, yeah, um, that's about it for that one. I've, I've kept it short. Um, just a quick note, um, a big um, welcome to Angela Foley, who's coming on board. Um, she's been announced um, coming across from the other side of town for the AFLW side. Um, a big, uh, um, one of the inaugural members of the other side um, in, the, in the AFLW, two-time premiership player, um, really a veteran defen- defender, 33 years old, I think, coming across with a couple of years left in the tank, I, th- I would say. Um, she did her ACL, I think, in the grand final a couple of years ago, but um, and so missed last year. So hopefully, but with full recovery under her belt, and um, um, she can come in fresh and ready to um, lead Port's um, inaugural season charge in the AFLW. So again, uh, welcome to Ange Foley uh, coming across to the good side, and um, and hopefully part of some uh, con- some continuing history in the making. So yeah, um, that's about it for the cre- the uh, preview. Um, looking forward to it um, tomorrow night, six six fifty five Alberton Standard Time. I think it's seven twenty five local up there in Cairns. Ah, oh, fuck it, I can't remember. Anyway, it's a night game. Um, yeah, here we go. Can't fucking wait. Uh, be um, home for me. I think. I think I'll be watching at home um, just after work. So that'll be nice. Um, sit down with the frothy and hopefully watch us get our second win on the board. So, car in the pair. Let's fucking go.